coming up on Just Elders Podcast. But nah, man, we back, man. We back. We back. Matter of fact, I'm back for National Black Business Month. We're encouraging everyone to support black businesses like we say do all the time. Mr. Black Business is back. Let me tell you. So right now we are recording at the Russell Center, the largest incubator generator for black owned businesses. But the reason why I didn't do pitch competitions, I, we were running spinning five pre George Floyd era. Let me show you. Man, all rest right. in peace, man. Rest in peace to Damon, dog. Cash mob. Hey, you know what? Let me tell you why I say I'm back better than ever. And what's more radical than spending your dollars? Right. Yeah, y'all, y'all boys is everywhere. Uh, not to mention Karen Hunter. Shout out. Shout, shout out. out to Karen Hunter. So, do what? This is why I'm hating. Hey, hey, y'all. hey, man. <laughs> Let me tell y'all. Welcome to the Just Us Podcast. See, I just want to apologize to the community. I want to apologize. Cause what? I should, I should have never left. <laughs> this is your invitation to, to join Black August. I never stopped being a country consumer. But so every day you're supposed to be strengthening your mind, your body, and all of that together. You work for a black business. The Shonies. Last right. time you been at the Shonies. <laughs> like I'm organizing politically. I gotta give a shout out to uh Sherrod uh at God is Dope. And it was this girl that commented on the page and she was like Yo, y- y'all stole my uh tag. Y'all raising the ceiling and pulling up the floor is not the same thing. That's Trey Woods in the second. Trill Yogi. Yeah. Look at look, that skip. Hold on, hold on, pop, pop. Granted, the boat is named the Harriet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this shit. But let's just be very clear. What you watch was citizens save a man life. But I'm back like I never left. Ready? Born ready. Okay. It's Wednesday. Time for your favorite podcast, the favorite podcast. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) The greatest Terrence Howard movie. Ever created. What? What? Where my chair? Where my chair? About to swim. About to swim. Let go. Let go. Let go be everywhere. <laughs> Why is Cheddar funny for no reason <laughs> when it has nothing to do with nothing? We're going to do it just like this. What's up, family? You tuning to the Just Other Podcast, the hottest podcast to ever hit the airwaves. We're super excited. We're about to record the greatest episode. It's starting from right here, goddamn. Hey, hey, y'all. hey, man. Let me tell y'all, welcome to the Just Other Podcast, the greatest podcast to ever hit the airwaves. Super excited. We're about to record the greatest episode we have ever recorded. Say it every time and mean it every single time. Uh, if you're wondering why we're not coming into music the way we normally do. Oh, no, we, we came in. It's just like you wonder why you had so many jump cuts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because we got it. You oh, know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, we got it. We got 
We got one audio. We got one audio video. We got one. We got one audio video. <laughs> we came in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it, just to refresh our memories. Hey. 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 All right. <laughs> Man. We say it every time. <laughs> we mean it every single time. I don't know what's going on. Uh, weather's oh my going God. crazy right now. Outside. Weather's stupid. Bro. If you hear this, what's up? I wanted the studio going out. Hell yeah, it's right down the street. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's all on the same. It's all on the same break, breaker. And I would trust here. I would trust here more only because yeah. they had a backup generator. I'm about to say, I don't yeah. trust. <laughs> <laughs> no shade on 766 Studios. <laughs> and I think they got chips here at least. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we got chips here. You know what I'm saying? Multiple like, bathrooms. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little different. It's a little different situation. Uh, but nah, man, we back, man. We back. We back. Matter of fact, I'm back. Let's just start right there. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. Let's here just go. start right there, man. I'm back. Let's talk about so, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Let me get, get my mind right. That's what we're going to talk about, bro. You are back, bro. I seen yeah. the videos, though. Yeah. I seen the videos. Man. And I'm back better here. than ever. Oh, boy, I hear Mr. Black Business again, man. I like that. Hey, Mr. Black Business is back. Let me tell you. So right now we are recording at the Russell Center, the largest incubator generator for black-owned businesses. Here we can start grow and scale your black owned business to the next level with our amazing platform called big ideas led and ran by the great Jay Bailey an amazing team beneath them. They're doing a lot of great work. They partnered with just others media this year for national black business month. And we are creating some dope ass content to encourage you all to support black owned businesses. If you know me, you know, my history, you know, I love black businesses and I'm back. I used to talk about this every day, but I'm back like I never left. So um, I guess we're going to play one of them videos. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to play one of them because I don't have a lot of fun shooting these and I'm not finished. Eldridge, hey, um, just want to let you know, I just finished watching your video. Super dope. But I'm going to be honest with you. I can't buy black. Like, where do I get my groceries? Where do I get my nails? Like, the things that we buy every day. Let me show you. I like stunning, I like shining, I like million dollar deals. Where's my pen? I'm signing. I like those Balenciagas. Shout out to Harlem Zen. I like going to the Tula. I put rocks all in my Angela been down since 2016. Hey. I was like, did she really get her nails done? I was watching the shit with a tree. <laughs> oh, yeah, y'all might remember her. I remember her. For, she was on the pod. She was on the pod. Yeah. Big in the crate. <laughs> Social house. Nice little lounge on Auburn. Y'all. Oh, he's so handsome. What's his name? 
Yeah, I see that Afro Central Network. I'm gonna go back and get that dashi. I thought you got it. We were flex, we were flex supporting. Oh, flex support. Nah, but all right. So, all right, I got a question. Which one you like better, part one or part two? Well, I'm gonna let the people decide, but I like part two. Part two. I like part two. Okay. But but uh, speaking of flex and support, uh, so what's the other thing y'all got? That that little chart that you was um, charting on? Because that's the video I was talking about when I was like, Mr. Black Business is back. And uh, I think you had, I, I guess it was like, who spend the most? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bags on top of bags, you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so like, um, what, 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 what's all that? So the Russell Center is starting, um, well, not starting, they launched the, uh, the Rice Way Challenge for National Black Business Month. We're encouraging everyone to support black businesses like we say do all the time, but do it on another level this month. Our goal is to spend a hundred thousand dollars and not just spend a hundred thousand dollars because we know we naturally do that. We're saying let's track it. So if you go to the riceway.org, the riceway.org, everything's spelled traditionally and you can create an account and you just upload your transactions. Uh, shout out to cousin Troy. <clears throat> built the platform out. Uh, when I say he built it out, built it out in less than 48 hours. The boy did his thing and uh, people are on there. So you can check it out. There's a leadership board for every time you uh, count your money. It, it adds up and lets you know how much you spend. <clears throat> I don't even know. Are you, you pulling it up right now? I want to see where I'm at on it. Cause I was killing it before the weekend started. And then, uh, some other folks start getting in there. I don't know if they cheating or not. Is the link in the old Yeah, I'm pretty sure it should be. It's just the riceway.org. You go to riceway.org. That's what they say. All right, so let's pull it up. Let's pull it up. Let's pull it up. Let's pull it up. Let's pull it up on the board. Um, Now, look, they saying now I'm in fifth place. I got to check out these shit. We about to clear the board. It's no oh, hold longer, on, let me click on leaderboard. It's no, bad. it's no longer about how much you spend. It's about the spirit in which you spend it. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so number one, we got. And now, is this of all time or just for today? Just where it's at right now, based off the the total. All right, so let's look at this together. Yeah. So, if you look at it, uh, I feel, J- like, I'm on, I feel like I'm on Joe Rogan podcast <laughs> now, and they be doing it exactly. <laughs> uh, you got you got Jasmine T. She has spent a whopping $2,723.65 this month already. Um, then you got Jay. He spent $2,666. Now, what's the, what's the numbers in uh, parentheses? That's like how many places you spent it at? Yeah, that's how many transactions. So, oh, okay, transactions. So she did, uh, number one did it in 19 transactions. Uh, Ivana O., no, no, Kayla, number three. Well, yeah, Kayla is three at twenty-two ten. With five transactions. Five transactions. Yeah, man, what you buying? See that one? I need a little transparency. That one, so I be going to know what's it, what y'all buying. Well, don't, I thought they uh, uploaded their receipts. Yeah, but we can't see them. Oh, okay. that's kind of good though, because I uh, Troy can see all of them. Oh, okay. But uh, we can't see them. So that's what's up. That's but what's I ain't gonna up. lie though, I did add 
my number went up. Like right now, I'm at uh, one thousand one hundred twenty-one. Flexion, flexion. For all the people I owe money. For all the people I owe money. Get it from God. Hair. Get it from God. Get it in blood. <laughs> <laughs> but, God, God, God. But um. Yeah, Troy, man. Uh, Troy top ten. He came in right at the ten spot. Okay, okay. Jay yeah. Bailey programming. <laughs> uh, I uh, my number did go up. I went up probably about six dollars. Got that OnlyFans hit. So you know <laughs> that's right. that that count. That's that's important. But I've been no ten ninety nine matter. Ten ninety nines matter. Um, but nah, man. So I just want to say, y'all, I'm back. Mister Black Business is back, and. I'm back stronger and better than ever. Uh, we don't got to go into the long story of y'all know where I was at in 2016. You know, the work I was putting in. Uh, unfortunately that work was brought to a, a, a halt and went our separate ways. Um, Spendify is still going. Um, well, look at this shit, man. This, yeah. this is shit. Look at little uh, lot Eldridge. There ain't no boy who became the mayor of South Fulton. Yeah. yeah. That is? Yeah. Wow. He was doing it. He was running Black Lives Matter back then. Oh, okay. We wanted to come to this business particularly because Oh, girl. Car ham in the building. This is like when I first met you. Yeah, around this time. First time rocking. Man, all rest right. in peace, man. Rest in peace to Damon, dog. Cash mob. He's going to get a, a lot of homage and love. Damon was real, bro. He actually made the video. Let me tell you. Montoya. Shout out Montoya. Montoya. I just did an interview with him last week. He's been in this game for a while, too. Yeah. Mental dialogue. Damn, dog. Pie back then, low key. Edgewood. Edgewood Pizza, man. Y'all see me back? <laughs> oh, man. Man, that was a... Hey, you know what? Let me tell you why I say I'm back better than ever. Back then, I remember thinking, man, if we could just get some video work done to tell our story better. And that's why I love Damon so much. He did that video for absolutely free. Um, that event we put together, but he was a black business company, but he also was a media company. He was a videographer. For, so his stuff, he used to always have video around his things. Um, Damon was that dude, man, rest in peace to him. But we put in work, man, 2016, we put a lot of work. Uh, we was on the news, uh, we had did an interview with CNN. Is that on there? Pull that up. About 
facing the tough issues head on. Racism and bigotry. Yeah, we even go through all of them, y'all. This power might cut off on us. I know, right? <laughs> but now we are transitioning to a time of what I remember, we do. I remember being on this interview. The only thing I would think, this is my first time on TV. The only thing I would think was, that's a stupid ass headline. traffic. Shopping the key to police community relations. I was mad as fuck at that shit. And I was trying to figure out, do I got them address it on live TV? You should have. Knowing what you know now. That boy look good, though. Look at that boy. Y'all see them raw shoes? Yeah, yeah. They came from the back of the show, nigga. Nigga with the locks don't look bad either. Same kind of climate that's going on now. Police shootings, people call. Uh, oh, Antoine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Y'all boys is everywhere. Uh, not to mention Karen Hunter. Shout out. Shout, shout out, out to Karen Hunter. <laughs> everywhere, y'all. Yeah, but it was it was like a run though, because it wasn't just one run. It was like basically every time somebody got shot, somebody would call y'all. Yeah, yeah. And I remember being frustrated with that though, because if I'm being honest. Uh, Spendify looked great, but in reality, we were a r- WordPress site, mm. a gutted out WordPress site that looked really good uh, with a great brand story. And I remember meeting with investors and they were pretty much saying that they were like, yeah, I'm calling yourself a technology company, but you're not a technology company. And I was trying to, uh, well, at not, knowing what you know now, would you have settled for them saying that to you that you're not a technology company? No, I believed it. Okay. Oh, you believed you wasn't. Yeah, I mean, because I was thinking, I was thinking the other day, because somebody was like talking about pitches, right? I've never done pitch competitions, but I know I can fucking pitch. But the reason why I didn't do pitch competitions, I never tried to get in, like, because I wasn't proud of, like, I was calling myself tech. But nigga, you ain't you wasn't tech. You was tech, tech adjacent. <laughs> we were tech adjacent. And uh I wasn't necessarily proud of that. And then it popped, right? Then it went viral. And even in just transparency behind the scenes of going viral, right? Having hundreds of thousands of hits on your website and it's still not connecting, right? I used to tell people like Spinify was a blind date platform. Like we're connecting the consumer and the business on a blind date. And then when that consumer clicks your web, clicks your link and go to your website, mm-hmm. they're like, damn, your shoe dirty as hell. Like, or damn, your breath stain. Like it was just a lot of businesses that were just not equipped and prepared to attract that customer to the next step. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that because uh, when I came on with you guys, I remember seeing like all the businesses and we used to talk about like, damn, okay, these are black businesses, but so many of us was doing business. Like so many people didn't even have websites. Like, we're trying to, you know, load them up to the system. There's not even a website. They right. they sent in a, a Facebook page for a website. Sending a Facebook page. It was, it was just a lot of, yeah. which is what made us kind of pivot to the uh agency side because we're trying to figure out how do you make money from this because mm-hmm. we first was a subscription but i'm not paying y'all i don't care if it's a dollar a month if i'm not making a hundred dollars yep. you know what i'm saying yep. 
And I get that. We we were trying to figure out the value add. And in doing that too, I think you realize the data in black business. How many black business people didn't know business? Right. So like, even if I paid a dollar to gain all these people to look at my business, they couldn't see how it would help them. Like, yeah, I pay a dollar a month. Right. And say, I don't make a hundred dollars until five months later. Right. It was still worth it. But you know, when you're doing business. Sometimes you can't see that. Or if you got to buy that lawnmower before you pay for that ad, you know, it's just, just uh, a lot of shortcomings. So I remember saying, look, we have to create track. We have to uh, create tech that's going to separate us from the pack, but also bring value to the people in the community. And, um, tried to bring my cousin Troy on. And that's when it really, that was like, it wasn't the beginning of the end. We was already kind of going through a, uh, I remember leaving my spot in Atlanta, moving all the way to fucking Buffington road. Um, because Antoine needed support because we were working out his office. He needed support with rent. So I was like, I'm just pay the rent here. And then I remember leaving because I was like, bro, if I stay here, we ain't going to be business partners no more. So I remember paying rent and I wasn't even living there. I was staying with my, uh, my shawty at the time. I just remember it was going, we got in this stale, stagnant space. And I was like, bro, if we get some technology, we can turn up. And that's when I was trying to bring my cousin on and we just couldn't work the deal. Like I'm, I remember that shit was some crazy shit. I remember he was asking Troy to do some crazy shit. He was like, build. $150,000 worth of technology vest for 10 years. Like it was some crazy ass shit. Like he was almost trying to blow up the deal. Like I, I want this motherfucker to tell us no. Yeah. yeah. And, <clears throat> and that's bad when Eldridge was fake humble. So he was, yeah. you were kind of like, you know, Hi- hindsight, hindsight. I just want to apologize to the community. I want to apologize. Cause well, I should, I should have never left. Don't apologize yet. The best apology is change behavior. Yeah. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Because I should have just took that shit. I mean, yeah. You should have just been CEO. Yeah. But. You know? But you, I also think, too, when we're younger, just when we're just young men, period, and we're trying to come up, we don't mind. Like you said, you want to be right or you want to be. Uh, effective. You know what I'm saying? Right. You want to be effective. I want to be effective. and But let me say this, though. We were running spinning five pre-George Floyd era. I do feel like George Floyd era woke up a level of consciousness in our people and acceptance in those that were hesitant in the blackness. Right. Mm -hmm. And I feel like now it's time. So I I will say during this whole Russell center campaign, what we doing right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. What what, what is it about? Like, what are y'all doing this for? So the Russell center is, it's national black business month in August. And what we're saying is let's support black business. Uh, why are you laughing? You, I, you can Y'all be throwing off and I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I set it up like them fake TikTok. Yeah, pack. you really did. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't going to say it. We keep this in the podcast. If you all going to keep it, that's all I'm laughing. Like, I was just going to go along with it. But I'm like, okay. I'm like, nigga, don't even talk like this. <laughs> Man. Oh, but yeah, but for real. Because um, I thought. It, it was, um, I thought Black August was something else. I didn't know it was Black no, Business, too. No, so Black August is, I'm celebrating that, too. Well, you don't celebrate Black August. You recognize it and participate in it. Black August is um, 
a tradition started by political prisoners where every day you fast from seven to seven, um, water or liquids only. Um, you work out every day, still getting on that. Mm-hmm. You know, our commitment to each other was a hundred pushups uh, a day. That's what our commitment was. Um, With only water in your system? Uh, I've done out of it's what, what's today's date? August 7th. Mm-hmm. Out of seven days, I've completed zero push ups. But um, you've been fasting. I've been pretty committed on the fast, though. Pretty committed on the fast. And then you do a political reading or listening. So you got to take some type of political literature or listening. Um, what I listened to today was uh, uh, Baba uh, Akinyela. Uh, also known as Baba A.K.A. He's mm-hmm. the author of uh, We Will Shoot Back, which is very um, on point based off what we're going to be talking about later on, right? Mm-hmm. So he wrote the book, uh, We Will Shoot, Shoot Back. He was talking about the Mississippi uh, resistance, the uh, civil rights res- resistance in Mississippi, where they weren't on no uh, peaceful protest shit. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about the need for a revolutionary army. So that's kind of what I would listen to today. So every day you're supposed to be strengthening your mind, your body, and all of that together. So the uh, Ice Cube, Tucker Carlson interview don't count as, uh, as, as revolutionary talk. No. Nah, I wouldn't say okay. that's it. I think, I think it's a lot our ancestors have already contributed <laughs> on here that we can kind of listen to. So I did see the Matula um, Shakur uh, homegrown services. Uh, shout out to the young boy Kyle. He put yeah. together a little slideshow for you. It looked really nice. It was real good. Yeah, yeah I really seen. I seen that was at the gathering spot, man. Um, yeah. They. Cause they already had one for the family. This mm-hmm. was the one more the public. Letting the community. It was on YouTube. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was um, you know, that brother man, him and others, like you know, what I'm saying he was just political prisoner. That's what that's what Black August was started by. It was started mm-hmm. by political prisoners. So it's something that we do. Uh, with Let us make man. Shout out to Mowley, um, Black Man Lab. Mowley actually the one that put me on it. Um, so I've been trying. On the fasting, I've been doing good. I literally have not broke the fast yet, and I'm kind of like used to it now. I'm used to it now, but um, I'm back, man. I just want to say I'm back. It feel good to be back. I I love all the love and support we getting from from the content. Um, I'm just telling you, bro. You remember you were there, bro. You remember me bartering shit, trying to get motherfuckers to do videos for us and content because we knew that content we seen what content was going back then even back then mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. to be back in this zone again but with the new found ability uh with the new skill set i'm excited uh and i'm ready to see where we go with it now uh you, you need media in these spaces like uh let's see this is about black august right here But like you say, media, right? You know what I'm saying. This is it's it's. I talk about it's propaganda. Yeah. This is the content. Yeah, there you go. George entered um, the uh, California prison system um, at a pretty young age. Um, he was accused um, at 18. Um, prisons were like castles, boy. Yeah. 
While he was incarcerated, um, he became radicalized. He started studying Marx um, and other leftist theorists. Um, Passing. And uh, really sort of... Hitting with that Kevin Sanders. Prisoners um, along that kind of class awareness. Um, and so was really seen as a leading voice um, of the prisoners' rights movement. Oh, so this started in the prison, okay. But the Attica rebellion that happened in New York in September was actually very much connected to reacting to a Black August incident, which was the assassination of George Jackson. So this was also like a national movement that was behind the walls. And what we saw happen after the 1970s is that it grew outside of the walls, right? Because as Malcolm people who are incarcerated came home to their families, I wonder what chapter she in. I don't know. To do community celebrations of Black August, and it's really grown since then. Put this in the description in the show link. A lot of people, um, I think, particularly during the 80s and 90s, it wasn't something that was talked about widely. Like you heard about it in passing. Or again, if someone was coming out of prison, I, about they say, I about never it, heard they it until And so, being young people in the '90s, we saw it as well. How we uplift issues is we use our cultural tool, which is hip hop. So, in 1999, we started the Black August Hip Hop Project, and we basically used the month of August to throw hip hop concerts, where we created videos and we put out leaflets about George Jackson, who was assassinated, to Mumia Abu Jamal, who was currently on death row you know like we were look like me. so we commemorated black august by doing a hip-hop project it's really an alternative to a black history month it's not in opposition to black history month um, but it definitely presents a more radical side of Black History Month. So throughout the part month, of the I will say that trying to I will say that so Black History, um, which too often this was actually this was actually um, something that Maui said. He was like, "This ain't no civil rights kumbaya moment." You know what I'm saying? Black August is about our liberation at any means necessary um that's why it is about reading political readings you know what i'm saying political information how to get your mind right it is about like working out you know what i'm saying and getting your body strong now i get the workout part of it because yeah. i didn't get that part I yeah was like, okay y'all it's it's about like getting stronger like because if we're gonna liberate we're gonna we're gonna have to fight getting ready like we're gonna revolt we're gonna write so we gotta make sure we're strong Make sure we have everything. We fast sure. and we getting our minds clear. Mm-hmm. Like, we clear on our mission on what we're doing. So, like, Black August is, like, I'm, I'm glad they said that. Black August is a, it's not in opposition to Black History Month, but it is a alternate but more ragged, radical version of Black History Month. And what's more radical than spending your dollars right, with Black people? So, um, you know, so I don't know when National Black uh, Business Month started. This is actually my first year knowing that this is National Black Business Month. Man, y'all started that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's marketing. 
Nah, like for real, it's a real thing. Uh, I looked, I looked it up because I was like, when did this shit start? No, this, but I mean, this would be the month to do it because, like you said, like with it, with this being the month where it's supposed to represent See, the revolutionary side. It was started by Denise Moore, CEO of the Black Business Alliance in uh, um, Peoria, Illinois. That's the lady that went uh, shopping with only black people. Nah, nah, nah. That what was her name? I can't remember her name. It wasn't. I wouldn't remember her name if I read it because I remember I used to be hating on her old ass. <laughs> Damn, why? She, she but, was the first person to kind of put me on to like thinking of like what was the name of the book? My um, Black Year. Or something? Yeah, like, yeah, My Black Year. Yeah, she it was, was like it was My Black Year, and she wrote about her experience of uh, um, to switch everything to buying black. And I remember. Reaching out to her. I remember reaching out to her because she had the wave. Like, Dr. Claude Anderson was fucking with her. Like, she was on all these new channels. Because you know what it was? She was actually a middle class, like, wealthy type woman. Not necessarily wealthy, but she was, like, upper middle class. So she consciously decided to spend her money in her community and she had the bread to do it too because right. at the time it wasn't too accessible like she was and she, driving and she talked about how she she and again shout out to her she started out before spending five but this is why i was hating because i was like if your book was about how much of a struggle this shit was wouldn't you want to support a platform that's making it easy to discover those businesses but then I found out she was actually creating her own platform too. And that's the other reason why I was like, why the fuck we not bringing on Troy? Cause everybody's doing a list. Maggie Anderson. Yeah. Because she had fucking Maggie's list. Yes. That's why I wouldn't fuck with that's her. That's what it was called. I like that shit with it Trey. Was Angie's list. Yeah. Maggie's, Maggie's list. list. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I was hating on her ass. But, uh, she did start a great movement. I just wanted her to endorse ours. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to bring her on over here. So I was telling, that's when I was like, bro, fuck this directory shit. Everybody doing it. And then I also said, at any given moment, Google is going to flip a button and they're going to identify all their black-owned businesses. I told him that. And guess what happened in 2020? Google flipped the fucking, they don't turn it off now. That shit, they did that shit. It's still on? Oh, okay. I ain't know it's still on. Yeah, it's still, it's still on. It's just not as... um commercialized as it was before. Like, yeah, because at first thing. I felt like the button got there when you probably be like, nigga business, nigga business. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, now it's just hitting the yeah, shit. Man, but Maggie's just not even around no more. Bruh, yeah, she shit. not around no more. Like, but also when you come from that bourgeois section, you know how to pivot to make a check from it. Like, two people I was trying to fuck with was her and Dr. Claude Anderson. Still trying to fuck with Dr. Claude. Yeah, I, I was still wrong right with Dr. Okay. Claude. I just think Dr. Claude is, um, Dr. Claude be just depressing I think he, Yeah, I, I think he's just jaded <laughs> and depressed. He's like, I've been talking to you niggas about getting this money together for the past 30 years, bro. 30 it, years. He has. And, and it's like little shit that be triggering me. And he be saying like, real shit, too. Well, he say real shit, and then it's like, and this is, we probably will talk about this on Wednesday, because I, when I saw that thing that happened, you are you familiar what happened with um Kostanet? With the, the young boy who had like bruh, like twenty something million followers, but then all them people came. Bro, you see all I'm about to pull it up, bro. I see. I'm like, bro, a I young black boy shit. has that much power, bro. But that his power. 
Let, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Man, I was, you tell all them young niggas to vote. I was talking to this. Well, fuck that. But I was talking to. Um, I'm just saying, like, they could change some shit. I was talking to my U, UIAC student. Mm-hmm. And I don't watch Kai a couple of times. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I don't know what the hype is because, like, he just. But I'm talking about, you know, you know he, he's a. He, first of all, <clears throat> shout out to Twitch, them gamers, bro. Like, yeah. them gamers, that's the wave, bro. He was a streamer, he was a gamer that turned over, right? And he started just going ham. The brothers do all this crazy. And I think you get those followers because you don't have an agenda of change. He literally just yeah. exists. That, he do dumbass shit. He talk like I don't know the one of the funniest thing I just seen him do. He called Adam twenty two. You didn't see that? Nah. He was like, "I want next." That's what he told to Adam twenty two. He said, "I want next." Like I see, I don't, I don't get it, but I do. You know, I, I put my tinfoil kufi on. I be feeling like what's going to happen now that they know that he has this kind of demand and power. Watch him get political. You know what I'm saying? Not happening. Broke out in New York City. That nigga just trying to get money. Thousands of young people nah, they're going to gonna make him do it. That's what I'm saying. Streamer promoted a giveaway. I think they're going to make him get political. Just, just because he controls so many kids. And imagine if I can get in front of that many people. He, he promised to. Uh, look at this. In Manhattan's Union Square Park, as a large, rowdy crowd gathered for a free giveaway by a social media influencer. Thousands descended on the park after popular Twitch star Tysonat, who has millions of followers online, promised free PlayStations to his fans. The crowd grew agitated, forcing Sinat's security detail to shield him and escort him to safety. Look at, Some look in the crowd started throwing objects at the police from a nearby construction site, forcing the NYPD to call in its highest bunch of level of mobilization. <laughs> I wonder how many of them All that fucking... I ain't gonna lie. I was gonna name this episode Mr. Black Business Back. But I'm naming the episode. I hate young niggas. That's a different part. <laughs> Mr. Blackbeard is back. <laughs> oh! <laughs> they hit the reporter. Look at all this energy, bro. We still have crowds mulling around Manhattan. This right here is so funny. We have officers following them, uh, preventing them from destroying property. Well, that uh, nigga looked like Subway Runner. Nah, I, I thought he was going to say, he was like, we got thousands of kids out here. We need thousands of parents. <laughs> Where the parents at? <laughs> oh, man. So, do what? This is why I'm hating. I'm like, bro, y'all did all of that for nothing. For PS5, man. You know how hard it is to get a PS5? Is that, it's still that hard? Yeah, it's, it's still pretty hard. It's you remember hard. when I was just giving them bitches away? Yeah. Hey, folks. Folk don't know that during COVID, I was giving PS5s away. Yeah, y'all would listen to the pod. Y'all would. <laughs> you would have got one. You would have got one. Might still have one in the closet. I ain't realize, but that's how I know, like, you just, you don't, I don't be knowing. Now, I, I remember you did that for the PS5s, but also during COVID, people didn't know, like, what was about to happen. So, like. They ain't know it's going to get shut down. It's going to be that hard to make them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because once it shut down, boy, it took like a whole year. Damn near two to even get, because that Christmas season didn't even have that many. 
Like, yeah, them, them, them PS5s, man. That shit like gold. Bro. I know. The one that time I knew. Crack for them kids. One time I knew it was that much value. When that one woman came up to me, she said, I. I. <laughs> <laughs> My son. going to be everywhere. <laughs> My son needs that. He needs that. And what'd you say? Not the same son that was out here acting up. See, that's what's wrong with you parents. You getting your son PS5. Man babies. Man babies. But now, that, uh, I'm saying that to say, like, what if he was on some support black business? Well, that's, that, that, that's all I was saying. That's, what, that's why I brought what him I'm, up. What I'm trying to tell you, to me, he's like Drake. We're never going to get a revolutionary moment from Drake. Like, I, we I've talked about, no, about this on the pod. If I they said they come use Drake. They use Drake. Like, we be on some shit, right? We be ready. Then Drake would drop a track to make us all go club. I heard, like, um... I'm saying that nigga is the biggest distraction to the movement. If you just watch when he drops shit. Well, not just distraction to the movement. It's what he just did to hip hop. Like he just, he broke down some of the gates in hip hop. So before even Lil Wayne had to get a little political, like before it was a requirement for our hip hop greats to get a little political. Drake ain't never had even Eminem. Got a little political. You right. get what I'm saying? Yeah, he was doing but, taking a knee and but Drake, but Drake didn't have to because Drake didn't go through the gatekeepers. Nigga, Drake got caught not writing his raps and beat that. Bro, there's no way. Yeah, Bro, you remember what happened? Remember Lil Wayne almost got taken out by Gilly? Trying to say he wrote the raps and stuff and Wayne had to just drop a better album? But like, bro, them not writing your raps is a heavy allegation. And when Drake beat that, it was all... It was, People I, don't care. I, I washed my hands. I, I like the way he recited yeah, I just washed my hands with it. I was like, there you go. Cause, cause, because Kanye introduced it, but Kanye was very blatant on, look, I got people helping write the, the, the music, people helping with the beats. I got a whole, you know, he'll fly people in. He'll do the whole team. Right. Thing. So I was like, uh, Drake just killed the gatekeeper. Uh, so now I don't have to be political. Like, I can go my whole career. Like how they say, you can go a whole school year, well, you heard, a school you career heard and not thug, learn about history. Young thug, like, man, we, we, we young get money, man. They were like, what you think about Mike Brown? Oh, and, man, bro, that's, yep. my, that's my favorite clip. Anytime I think about, oh, free thug, free thug. I'm like, I think man, about that clip. I think about that, that clip said, Hey, man, we, we young, we get money, man. We, 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 we ain't worried about none of that. We, we get money. About, we ain't worried about none of that, and that's the sentiment. Look at your ass. Time. We ain't worried about none of that. They're doing a um, special Damn, on uh, Mike Brown, the person situation. Uh, <laughs> do you, what do you think needs to be changed in the way that black men are policed in America? Lead that up with the critics and the laws and all that old shit. We having fun. We iced out. We having money. That's how we doing it. So you feel like it's not the artist's place to you try to walk off? <laughs> no. Damn, I didn't even know that was Janae. Shout out, Janae. Janae got <laughs> Well, that that really one of the hardest goddamn uh reveals on the red carpet in a minute. Like that right there sealed the deal on that nigga for me. Mm-hmm. Like it, you, it ain't no way you can say that after watching Mike Brown the way he got gunned down. Exactly. Like it's no way you can watch that video and have that mindset. And fucked up. There you go. And not just that, it's like the Mike Brown, the Ferguson, the taking over of the Black Lives Matter. Uh, what was the young brother they killed down there? I forgot. They still ain't never talked about it. 
Um, the young brother that was the activist. Oh yeah, at yeah, the yeah, FBI, yeah. The quote unquote Damn, FBI. And I and I and I I hate when I uh, yeah. forget names. Yeah, me too. For real, rest in peace to I'm all those look it up, so that put in the work. But I I definitely remember that. I remember Fernando Castillo is why we went viral. When Fernando Castillo got killed, that's when. Yes, I remember that. That's when Spin the Five. Darren Seals. Darren yeah. Seals, rest in peace. Yeah, man. That's when Spin the Five broke. And uh, so. Because it was Fernando Castillo. Well, who was the brother that got tased in the back? Um, yeah, yeah. Was, that was, they was, they were right behind each yep. other. They were literally right behind they, each and, other. Yeah, and they caught him on camera, like, tasing him. Uh, trying to hide the weapon, try to shoot him, hide the weapon, and put it up. Man, yeah, it was it was horrible. It was horrible. Um, so saying that when I, when I think about situation like Casanova, I'm like, man, what if? And that's why, like, that's why it doesn't. They just existing, bro. It ain't a, a agenda. Like when you try to do something, there's a level of resistance. It's like if you ever just got in the water and you just let the water take you where you go wherever you go that's where you end up being like he ain't trying that nigga just got on the game talking shit and it hit you know what i'm saying he got on the game he talking shit and it and i always tell people like when you go viral what you go viral for is very important you can be somebody like tabitha brown who goes viral for a motivational speech right which she was already doing. So it's easy to continue being that motivational speech person because she went viral because of that. If you go viral doing some stupid shit, like on Jackass, guess what you're going to keep trying to do? The most stupid shit. Stupid Jackass shit. But see, the other thing is too, though, these, these YouTubers, this new generation, they are a little politicized. Their parents aren't on where we're on. Their parents are more on the free thinking yourself up by your bootstraps uh i just see know, that kind of like trump because i i heard the uh interview with the dude the young boy the one that you don't like the one that uh gives away inward passes and the one that was picking oh, yeah. picking cotton yeah and he was like why well, i can't pick cotton it's the, i mean it was pretty funny but also like the underlying part of it wasn't funny and then when you hear him describe his mom especially his mom like his mom is like a trump supporter you know what I'm saying? And a quote unquote free thinker. And they have and they have these conversations. And these kids are also doing research, but they're not getting any context to the research. So they'll spout facts and shit like, well, you know, in the sixties we had more black people progressing and did 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 and then once we get black integrated, people were Republicans. We, yeah, yeah, or or we had more money, we had we were doing better. Once we get integrated, how come we were doing better in the sixties than we're doing in the nineties? Wasn't there wasn't that much rap music back in the city? That's like, well, bro, that's not what happened. Even when he says, "Oh, I go to the high school and all these kids want to be entertainers and athletes," but my nigga, you get a YouTube check. You're an entertainer. Mm-hmm. And upon further research, motherfucker, you was a football player in high school. You would have went the uh, D one, but you hurt yourself. So you were an athlete too. So mm-hmm. it's like, bro, you just you're just spouting stereotypes. And you're not really getting the context behind what you're what you're what you're saying, and they're, they're so young, they're so influential. It's like you know, I got kids, so they they listen to some of that stuff, and I got to balance it out. Like, right. like, and you know, my my kids laugh at me all the time because they're like, "Yeah, dad, okay, black people invented everything." I'm like, "Nah, bro, like, I'm, let me show you." Me show I'm not you. I'm not just saying it. Like, you see all these fucking books I got in my house. Like, let me laugh. <laughs> we'll go. I'll be looking for the but man, where my where my Frederick Douglass book at? Now, let me show you. 
you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Like, don't don't, don't just don't let YouTube be your only teacher. And you got to read. You got to read. So, bottom line, this is your invitation to to join Black August. Um, it's it's time, man. The energy is right, and I've been I've been up. Can I just be real with y'all? I've been up every night, super late. This morning, I woke up at four thirty, bro. Like energized as hell, Damn. um, ready to fucking build some shit, like. And you gotta know when me and Troy talk every day, shit happens. There's never a time when me and Troy have talked every day and nothing cool didn't happen. So I'm in this space where some cool shit is about to pop off and happen. I'm just trying to be prepared and ready for whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so announcements coming later. You know what I'm saying? Officially, what's happening? But I'm I'm definitely Batman, and I just realized, man, this is really my passion. Like my passion is really building community. My passion is really building up black entrepreneurs and allowing people to know that. Like, I want people to see, like, if you look at part two, that video we just showed, like, but that's a black-owned nail salon. Yeah. Like, yeah. we always go to the Asians. and a lot of, But that's a nice, it's a quality nail salon. It's, it's great product. It, let me say this too, like coming back to the Russell Center because I haven't been here in a little while on this floor, and seeing all the extra businesses we got, it's so many like different type of black businesses in Atlanta. Like you just, I maybe we have to do a documentary on something or something, call it the Spendify effect or something. I don't know because I don't know if all of that movement back then, the Spendify, the Spend With, the Purchase Black, the We Buy Black, yeah. and then you fast forward six years later, and now you have so many different black businesses. Because you remember for a while, black business was only barbershops, t-shirts, instants. And, and look, we still growing, but it definitely was like... Like now we got logistics and when, shit, when podcasts. You, when you go to a, a festival, our festivals are still, you know... I mean, that's going to be our festival. I bought five Shea Butters. I'm not mad at that because that's what I'll be going for. Like, <laughs> I, like, I hold that, that Shea Butter get low. It's like, oh, yeah, it must be time for another Malcolm X grassroots thing. <laughs> <'Cause> like, <laughs> and I only want to buy it from that person because they're hand-making it. Yeah, it's yeah. not like it was from the store. But... We got logistics companies now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, just met a, I just met a sister. I have been to see the uh, office broker firm. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, they're giving out commercial uh, real I'm estate like, loans. I was going to make some fancy title shit. I'm like, nigga, you rent office? A residential broker for us. Man, you mean landlord? Everybody like, shut your ass up. Like, but I like that shit, though. I'm out. Uh, I'm proud, you know, and I'm being super, like, I'm back in, I was already, I never stopped being a country consumer, but being even harder on myself now, again, like I used to be, like. And and being the quintessential conscious consumer, too. Like, you've been a conscious consumer, but, you know, unfortunately, we're in an age where everything is sheep. Everybody's a sheep. Everything is following me. And we need leaders. Right. And if you aren't doing it, it's kind of like nobody's going to do it. Right, right. You right. know what I'm saying? So like you kind of got to be that conscious consumer again. Like you got, you know, people look for you for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like and think about how many call, like you said with they uh, clone Tyrone, everybody watch it. E, 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 calling you up, calling you up because you own that shit. And you know 
it's it's been cool getting people coming like yo love the video um i'm trying to do this work i'm like i'm starting to get those texts again hey i'm looking for a black on whoop 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 like i, I remember they had black on whey powder you showed me that i was like damn like yeah Hey, you know how many niggas work out? Yeah, that little protein, and, and it's good, too. It's, yeah. it's actually real good. So imagine if all the gyms, all the black-owned gyms in Georgia were distributing that. Because that's what GNC do with their powders. So it's it's a, it's a whole play, man. Like, what y'all seeing right now is what I'm doing for, you know, the Russell. But I think it gets even deeper than what this is. Like, we go, we go a little bit hard on this content and really on this discover side. Let me ask you this though. Fast forward and now we're not gonna get all the way into it, but where we at right now, right? Do you think black business can still uplift the community and get us out of that hole? You know, like is it still yeah. the economics or let me tell you, I'm really not tell you why. Um you work for a black business. Yeah. And think about the impact you are to your family. Think about, you know, the support what that if you didn't work for a black owned business that was family conscious that cared about uh you being able to be at home with your son like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying thinking about if you had to go work for a company that don't give a fuck about that they don't understand the complexities of that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and working for a black owned business that is really black too that believe in that right you might have something that's still so you know that's why just because a business is black owned don't mean they for black people mm-hmm. and we got to begin to differentiate uh ourselves now because of businesses like greenwood when you think about businesses like greenwood they leverage they learn the language they know the story they know the history and they leverage it for gain right mm-hmm. and then they they're very deceptive in the way the play of how they put it that's what that whole thing that we got got into it on our episode we weren't talking about nothing else except the deceptive messaging of black businesses. Well, at least me anyway. So saying that to say there needs to be a level of a pledge. There needs to be a pledge that says I'm a black business because I believe in these principles and it reflects in these actions, whether I am a part of a coalition, whether I'm a part of a, con- uh, uh, where I'm contributing to this cause where I'm supporting this. Like, I want to get back to those back in the day when you used to walk in the business and you see the little lead team on the wall. Oh man. Yeah, them, yeah. them used to be the joke. Yeah. I was just telling my old when lady last about time that. you seen one of those Shonies. Right. Last time you been at a Shonies. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And nigga, a Shoney, nigga. Bro, the last time just, I seen this shit was at a Shoney's, exactly. bro. Exactly. And you know where you had to go to do that. So, <laughs> in a small town. So, so <laughs> what, what I'm saying, I want to get back to that. Yeah. Like, I, the, the local restaurants. Like, we used to wear, like, that, that was your team name. Your team name was, I think, like, the I think, Fud Ruckers. Yeah, because it was somebody that did it. It was somebody that uh, recently, they were like, I got my little lead team. You got your little lead team. I can't remember who was doing that. I got to look it up because that's like when I'm thinking about my sports coming up, that's how it was. Like you would pay a small fee for the rec, but your uniforms was provided by a local restaurant. Right. You had about 10, uni- 10 teams, so you need 10 restaurants or 10 businesses. Right. Fuddruckers used to do it. Showings used to do it. A couple of small business, uh, window cleaner, you know. And in my new, in my new um, phase of where I'm entering, all of that, that's the level of organizing I'm organizing. Yeah. Like, I'm organizing politically. 
not around a candidate, but around issues. What are the issues that we care about? Mm-hmm. And I'm creating a platform that we can truly organize the political power of the businesses. Because you see, like, these billion-dollar soccer contracts, but, you know, the soccer team needs cleats. Right. If you are a black business, you probably can buy – you can put $300 down for some cleats. So it's it's – the possibilities are endless. I'm clearer than I've ever been in this lane. Yeah. Um, I'm more confident than I've ever been in this lane. And I know I sh- I truly believe I've I've been saying this. I truly believe that black entrepreneurs are the cornerstones of our community. Mm-hmm. Like the more the more people this black business, and I'm talking about a a real true black owned business that understands the importance of community, right? The more of those that we can grow. I gotta give a shout out to uh Sherrod. Oh, uh, at God is dope. Um, Sherrod, we don't, we don't, what's so crazy? I started Spendify in 2016. Just want to give perspective. He started God is dope in 2015. I met him in 2016 promoting, um, we buy black. I mean, promoting, um, um, black owned businesses. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he just been, a friend sent, I mean, from any time I've ever sent a young person to Sherrod, no question, they got a job. Oh, yeah. He, anytime, he on, on the anytime I have asked for a donation, no question, he got it. Like, then recently, um, he had did a shirt that said, I don't look like what I've been through. You know, his, his company is all about doing phrases uh-huh. that come from the church and stuff like that. And it was this girl that commented on the page, and she was like, Yo, y- y'all stole my uh tag. Y'all took, cause she had like a phrase that was kind of somewhat like that. And she was like tagging people in the post. And God is dope, got what? 500,000 followers? Yeah. Um, bro, you can delete it and keep it moving. Sharad invited her in the studio, talked to her, learned her story. And then he just released a, a collab shirt with her brand. Like you, do. you don't have to do that when you're a big brand. You can just take her shit, and you know, and we see that all the time. Not just from white people. We see black people will take your shit. So when I say How you just support black owned businesses, I'm not just talking about because you're black. I'm talking about because you're black. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm. It's we got to really talk about the heart and the spirit. Like I was just saying earlier, uh, like it ain't about how much you spend. It's the spirit in which you spend it. It's it's the spirit in which you believe in this blackness. And um, Sherrod is one. Uh, the Davis Bozeman Law Firm is another. Shut we know up. they're another. Um, they're just companies that are consciously aware of their position and their responsibility. And those are the businesses that I want to uplift. If you ain't trying to get down on that level, I can't fuck with you. I guess. I can't fuck with you. Uh, and that's where I'm at right now. And, I, and I'm excited. And I feel like we grow those businesses. That's when we see, because it's deeper than, and, and I'm going to say that we can move on. Like capitalism, not going to save us. Not going to save black people. Not going to save America. No, nah, it's not, it's not going to say, it ain't going to save black people. Like, you know, uh, um, Troy got this quote that he always say, raising the uh, ceiling and pulling up the floor is not the same thing. Like 
raising the ceiling, you can say I'm the oh, first. Let that breathe. Let that breathe. Say that again. Yeah, raising the ceiling and pulling up the floor is not the same thing. That's Troy Wilson the second. Trill Yogi. Um, and raising the ceiling is what we seen. Oh, this person just got twenty five million dollar deal, right? Or this person just broke this record and got the most paid NBA player. That's that's mm-hmm. raising the ceiling. Like that young brother that just got the biggest deal in NBA. Yeah, uh, Jalen Brown. And the first Bur- thing he said Bur- was Bernie's, what? Bernie's Burgos. The first thing he said, I want to build a black Wall Street mm-hmm. in Boston. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's raising the ceiling and pulling up the floor at the same time. What it looks like, we don't know. How he's going to execute that, I don't know. Would it but let the, him do but it? The fact his, but the fact that his mind is mm-hmm. there. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, you just got the biggest fucking contract in the history of NBA, and you said you want to build Black Wall Street? That's what I'm talking about when I say black-owned businesses with the mindset for black people. There's a lot of black businesses that are out here getting bread, but they ain't giving a fuck about us. You got Your business is right beside a school that you have never donated to. You've never volunteered with. You ain't got one nonprofit that's uh, reflecting and supporting you. The very people that made most of these black businesses because if we just being real because everybody say they love some white customers but black people be your main customers especially clubs like clubs is my biggest example of somebody that just don't give a fuck about their clientele like clubs charge super high for drinks they overcharge for parking they do all of this shit and what do clubs ever give back to our community all the shit we give to them Nothing. You don't see clubs give back at all, bro. It's like not, not big... like not like they used to, cause they right. used to do the back to schools and the free hair, cause right. they don't do it like they used to. You, you ain't seen. I ain't. I ain't seen one. I ain't seeing one. And what I'm saying is the way they gouge our community. White people not coming in your fucking doors. White people ain't going to them clubs. Mm-hmm. We going to them clubs. And not only are you fucking gouging us in the price, you ain't even fucking with us on the back end. I'm cool with paying $30 for a drink if I know this club at least done sponsored three scholarships. Can I get three? Mm-hmm. Can I just get three? You know what I'm saying? So what I mean when I say I'm fucking with black-owned businesses, I'm fucking with businesses that's fucking with us. I don't give a damn if you black no more. All skin folk ain't wet. You can folk. Mm-hmm. So um, this is where I'm at with it. And I'm telling, I'm challenging everybody for National Black Business Month, spend money with our people. For National Black Business Month, what you can do if you ain't got no money, you should be posting about a black business every day. Everybody every day should post one black-owned business. I don't care if you shopped there, if you didn't. One black-owned business should be posted. And if you don't know where the black-owned businesses are, you can go to Google. DM, DM Elders and he'll put you in contact. Yeah, DM me and I I give you one to post. There you go. But um, let's talk about what we really want to talk about. What everybody talking about? I mean, this still like black business. This, yeah, it's, this, it's, it's the same thing. This, this is how I need black people to be supporting black businesses, just like this. Look at that white that white boy right there. That white boy came in. See, that's what happened. Look at look at the little slow look, little boy in the blue. Look, we're gonna be pausing this. This is a full breakdown. So for the people that don't know, there Look was at the woman. A, Look at the woman now. Like, uh-huh. Hold on. I want people to recognize the woman now. Somebody in the blue. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because 
folk be trying to feel compassionate and the women got their ass. She in there. She in there. I just she, want, she walked her, she they, walked herself over there. Let's rewind it a little bit. Let's rewind it a little bit. Cause she walked her happy ass on over there. Look at this. Boom, right here. Look. There she go, right here. Why why are you right here? So y'all, first and foremost, this 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 black person on the ground, this is black business struggling. This is how we need y'all to run in. Exactly. Just like this. Exactly. Hey, look. Now, I, will, I do want to point out, the brother who came in, he didn't really want to fight. But he came to help. He, he came to help. I appreciate he came to help, I but appreciate, he, he yeah. didn't want to fight. Yeah, he, he didn't want to fight. He was just trying to save the brother. Yeah. Because he know the wife was probably would have jumped on him and Loki killed him. Right. All they had to do was get there. Now, here comes Elders Washington. Right here. Save black business. <laughs> I, I'm going to be real. That ain't me. I can't swim. So, so I'm, talking about, I'm talking about with that gusto. <laughs> hey, I was, look, I was just surprised. Look, the, action, the action was over when he got there. Look, look, what he get? Look at him. He threw the shoe off. Hold on, pause. I do want to say this: for you to swim over and get out ready to fight, you gotta. We were just talking about this. How do you know you got hands? Oh. We were just talking about this. Yeah, yeah. He knew he got hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. You don't. That's you what don't, I said. When you run towards the fight, bruh, you know you got. Bruh, y'all, nigga, y'all know I've This been. nigga swum with his shoes on. So that lets you know off the rip, like, he got stamina. Because, like, yeah. low key, how people die with swimming is overestimating how good they can swim. Yeah. So this nigga had on all his clothes and shoes. Bro, that's stamina, though. I don't know if y'all ever swim with y'all clothes on. Yeah, like, nigga, that shit heavy. And if you ever had shoes on, have you ever been pushed into the pool? I bet his adrenaline was going so hard. Like, you know, I always talk about a righteous fight. That, that's we, what that was. This is when y'all ever hear me talk about a righteous fight. This is what I'm talking about, right? Here. Yeah. This is a righteous fight. This is with every swing, you have a thousand ancestors behind you. Well, I want to shout out that young man, swim instructor. Whoever taught that nigga to swim, need to be posting clips yeah. and say, "Hey, I'm, I'm teaching." That's my client. Support black business, like <laughs> for real. Like, so this is where this is where this is, y'all ever seen the TED talk? Let me just tell you, this. there's a TED talk. Dang, this shit is so impactful. The TED talk just now made sense to me. There's a TED talk, five minutes how to start a movement. And they give an example with this dude dancing on the hill. So the dude just dancing, he dancing, and everybody looking at him crazy. Mm-hmm. And then the next person come in and start kind of dancing with him. But the TED Talk is saying, when it's time to start the movement, it's not about the first person. It's about the second. The second person is the one that gets the movement started. Mm-hmm. So the first person with a dude that ran down, and he didn't really want to fight, but he wanted to help. The second person was old boy swimming. When you seen that level, if he can do that, I can do my part. Because the issue was all those people was on the boat, and they were waiting for the boat to dock to get to those. Because they couldn't get there fast enough. Granted, enough. the boat is named the Harriet. Yeah, oh, shit. I ain't let's just, let's just <laughs> peel back the layers. <laughs> peel back the layers. The boat is named the Harriet, bro. So now after that young boy got out the water, this what happened when they finally pulled up. <laughs> go be, go full screen. 
Dead brother right here. Did he the police? <laughs> that nigga just watch. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Watch the eye gouge. Ugh. Watch the eye gouge. Ugh. Ugh. Come here, nigga. Look at him. Look at this old, this old man now. He was ready for a righteous fight. So, so let me tell you this. I gotta, I, I keep putting this in perspective. How you know you I, got hands? Man. Not even that. When you fighting in all white. <laughs> That's how you know you got hands. Look, not even that. We got to put this in perspective. We got to look at the age of these people fighting. That man right there is in his 60s. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a 60 plus year old man. Do you know what he done seen from these white folk? Mm-hmm. All the years he been around? The man with the chair. And they in Montgomery, Alabama. They don't see some shit Atlanta people ain't never seen. Mm-hmm. They don't see some shit Georgia. Selma was right up the road. So what I'm saying is, folk tired. When Fannie Lil Hammer say tired, sick and tired of being sick and tired, that's what it looked like. And I got a chance. It's a righteous fight. Come on. Watch this. And the little white man tried to sneak him. He was ready. Hey, man. <laughs> Look, oh, at, replay, look, replay. look at Grandpa, bro. He was not finna be caught slipping. Look, look, white man tried to sneak him, bro. Hey, white bro. man tried to sneak him, dog. <laughs> look, Grandpa. Oh, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, you I apologize. Hey, I apologize. Look, if you listen to the, if you listen to our pod on audio, go to YouTube. Yeah, you don't have to watch this. This one. shit ain't gonna make sense. <laughs> this shit ain't making sense at all. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on! Look at the white one. Look at the white one. Go back. Oh, that was a woman in there. Look, 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 in the red. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> oh, I ain't see. <laughs> look, first of all, I ain't that, see Grandpa put the choke yeah, on him. That's the son. That's the son. You can uh, tell he the young one. So the, the dad, dad trying, trying, to sneak trying to sneak, right? Boy, grandpa's on point, nigga. He looking after the eye. Look. Oh, I see the lady. Look at the lady. Okay, okay, okay. I see. Because the black lady trying to hold him back. Now the, look, white lady. Now, now the black lady about to come get her ass. Watch this shit. Oh, that wasn't the black lady. That was old boy. Oh, now, 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 he, now, he was about to knock the man out. He wasn't going for her. She just got pushed in the way. Then the eye guys in the... <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, bro. He couldn't wait to do that one right there. Kill that motherfucker. <laughs> but he had a righteous reason. Yeah. Because that nigga damn sure sn- tried to sneak it. Look at the woman. She trying to break. <laughs> Man, he just said, hey. hey look, hey. At all that, look at all that oppression on that damn grip, nigga. <laughs> That's years of that shit. Well, oh, right there. Right there. Ain't nobody one. breaking it down the way we are. Look, the woman, the woman wants some. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, Mac. Hey, Mac. Hey, Mac. Uh oh. Look, now, look at the sister. The sister so ran to get. So, then what I love the sister. Because See, the sister ran from so all them brothers. So, the sister was like, Look, I'm going to let these men fight. But since you ain't, I got something I for got that ass. for you. And look. Look at her cousin. Uh oh, let me get some. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> <laughs> what's it, so funny? Is this the bit they threw in the water? Oh, it might be. 
Cause what's so funny is great grandpa still got buddy up here. <laughs> he, he ain't let that nigga go yet. Oh boy, still can't see. And then this nigga right here, he wants some too. <laughs> they play a partners back in the day, boy. <laughs> Uh, look, at, uh, look at the woman. Look at the woman. Where my boy at? Where my boy come? Where my boy come? I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> it's John Cena! Oh my god. Look, with a white hat too. This is the white hat game. These old niggas is rapping with the white hats. Uh, uh, get some more, nigga. But. That nigga hitting grandpa on accident. This was, then when I knew he was on point. Oh, <laughs> I ain't see that one. But this white lady, look, she knows she fucked up because she shouldn't have hopped in that at all. She's just trying to get up. Look man, at her. Look, when I seen oh that. Oh my God. When I seen that, look, let me just say this. Can I say this? This is how I feel with it. Look, look. Uh, uh, I look and the, grandpa is still fucking him up, bro. <laughs> like, grandpa. him go. You try to sneak me. You try to sneak me. I'm gonna show you. You can tell Grandpa was with the shit back in the day, nigga. I'm on your ass. Oh my god. Bap. <laughs> look, look, look. Now look. And the sister was like, "Let me tell you. This is why I want to. I want to tell people why the black experience." Is so complex and beautiful at the same time. Hey, shout out to the class of 1975. You see it on his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. You graduated in 75. You look, know they seen some shit. Like, my thing is, look. We just seen these white people jump on a man. And we, we, all, we talk about this all the time on the podcast. If somebody is fighting you now, in 2023, as a grown person, they're trying to kill you. That's if it's one-on-one. So if it's five-on-one, it's a guarantee that these people are trying to kill you. Mm -hmm. That's what we got to assume. That's what we got to know. That's just the facts of reality. Anything can happen when you fighting. I I get scared when I see young niggas fighting and one starts slamming, right? Yeah, that's slamming, boy. A neck could break. Anything can happen and you kill that person. So when it's five of y'all jumping on somebody. That and fighting on concrete. Right. When I see them boys fight on that concrete, ooh. I, I be scared, right? Mm-hmm. So it's five of y'all. So we know that these people try to kill him. So now we're dealing with potential murderers. Yeah. That's what we're dealing with. We're trying to neutralize the threat. So we're we're defending ourselves, and we're going hard, and we went in a fight. And it's kind of fun now. Now, now it's kind of fun because we – we, we well the, because y'all keep running up too. That's yeah. the thing too. Niggas was chill, but the white folk keep coming. It's another angle when you see them all the all them boys pull up with them, with them uh, pulling them short. Oh yeah, up. that's that's what I was looking for. Oh, like, but they, look, they locked him up. He said, "You, you going to but jail?" That's what I wanted to point out right there, though. That's how you just seen compassion come out of us in the middle of war. Only black people got that. We the most compassionate people in the world, but that sister. Who just jumped in with prepared to whoop this woman ass? She was like, all right, come on now. Yeah. You hit the bitch with the chair. Come on. Now. There you go. There you go. Now this this was Now this is what I had like because prior to this, I ain't gonna play that clip, but prior to this, a nigga that can swim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> prior to this, this is the boat 
that they saw the commotion going on. Yeah, this is what so the everybody. Talking. Yeah, so everybody on this boat saw the brother getting jumped on, so they couldn't wait to get off this boat. Right. And they couldn't swim like the other young brother. Look at that skip. Hold on, hold on. Fire, fire, fire. How do you know you got hands? How do you know you got hands? It's the skip, bro. It's the, it's the skip, bro. And they both was nigga. The whole crew hopping, nigga. And look, the internet, I ain't gonna lie. Bro, put it on me. Put it on me, bro. The international. You know you about to fight if for all the white people that are watching the podcast. We got a few. If you want to know if a nigga about to fight you, look for yeah. this motion. Yeah. You put them pants you up. You put them pants up. <laughs> You about to fight. Because the next, the next move is a swing. Yeah. What's so funny is, bro, we just talked about how you know you got hands. And I done been in a situation where I done seen niggas skipping up the street like, oh, shit. <laughs> they about to fight. <laughs> this nigga is tight. Oh, it's shit. That, it's that football skill. Look at him. Look at him. Pull on the pants. Uh-oh. Uh, hold on. Put, 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 I'm about to say. Put the camera back on E. E. So on the other move. When the nigga get. <laughs> but, hey, that's called a square up. That's called a, that's called a square up. Ooh. No, he tastes that. Look, the white man put his hand up like, oh, my God. He looked at his dad like, daddy. <laughs> You just let the nigga hit me. Oh shit, goddamn. Oh my god. Oh man. I ain't gonna lie. I gotta stop that from the skip. Yeah, god. That shit too funny. Oh. oh my god. I ain't gonna lie, man. <laughs> man, the cheerleaders in the background. Bro, then he punched the one that didn't even know he was gonna get punched. <laughs> He punched that nigga. The dad trying to break it up. They punched his ass too. Dad backed up like you on your own, son. I'm sorry, but look, I gotta find oh, the one oh. with a dude jumping the water. Mind <laughs> you now, again, look at the blue. Another white lady trying to hop in. You gonna see it? You gonna see it? Ooh, ooh. Oh shit! He tried to sneak. <laughs> he tried to sneak. Yeah, he tried to sneak. Oh boy. Mind you, you see this nigga over here tearing up their boat. <laughs> Yeah, white lady tried to sneak. Hold on. Look at the female cop. I ain't gonna lie. I, I be saying female cop school and death duty. Cause this, this live action shit. Shine them pull out the gun and everything. Ain't nobody stop shit. Look at her. She pull out a gun and everything. Ain't nobody stop shit. Hey, look. look nigga, you. nigga hit the woman right beside her. What? Look at her. Look at her. She can't even get the gun together. <laughs> Both of them. Go back. Go back. Go back. That was again. Oh. Look at her. She's still standing there. Look. Oh, Rashad is standing there like a uh, goddamn Sims character. <laughs> but, but you can tell they black police too. That's what they're like. <laughs> but these two white ladies right here, they should have stayed their ass on the boat trying to goddamn uh, be funny and help. The sisters is on their ass. Look at that. Brother got him one too. Boom. Boom. Look at the look at the white boy about to run and get in the water. Where the white boy? Oh, they on Mason, man. Oh, look at the oh, look at the steel. Oh, hold on, who they pushing the water? Oh Bruh, you so right many here. things to watch, bruh. Look, you watching that. I'm watching old girl right here. Right here? No, no, 
look, look, go back. Go right. No, no, you're right there. Watch her try to rush. <laughs> watch her try to rush. So you got this bitch right here getting beat up. Now watch her. You got watch. this bitch right here about to get thrown in the water, and you got a bitch coming out the screen. Now watch the bitch come out the screen. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what was that? Oh, oh, okay. See, see, see. Now that white, that white man right there, trying to hop on this. All these brothers around here, but he want to hop on the sister, and that brother did not let that shit slide. Look at this shit. Look at this white man right here. Oh shit! Look at the white man right here. This shit right here. Woo! That one to get. That one to get. That one to get. Look at the sister. Look at the sister in the red. Now throw her ass over here in the water. Uh. She tried to run up and hit her. Now look, see, see the white man? I saw that. White man went right for the sister, exactly. bro. He went right for the sister, bro. That shit is so crazy. So, what else we got? What? Else? I'm about to get my look at this right. Here. Uh. And that brother said, "Nigga, get off that shit." His ass leaking too. Yeah, look, and the sister right there. Look at the girl trying to get back in the boat, get get back in the water. <laughs> Over here. <laughs> oh shit! They got it. Look, 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 this one got smart. He ran to jump in the water. What? <laughs> he ran. Hey, that nigga would get his ass beat so bad. Look, he said them niggas can't swim. <laughs> Oh, that's all over here. <laughs> that nigga said, fuck that. Where do you think he came out at? Yeah. <laughs> we're following breaking news near Montgomery's Riverfront oh Park. God. A fight beside the river has led to multiple arrests. Welcome to the news at 10. Huh? I'm Brady Paul. Oh, I didn't even see that one. I, uh, it's so many perspectives. I've been waiting for that. I you forgot know. about the hat throw. Look at this. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, bro. That's my new move. Brother, this hat throw. But see, he almost fucked up. I mean, really. Let me tell you. Let me but, tell you. But real talk, I'm, I like how the black people knew who to assail. Because that was the same white man that was on the boat. I mean, that was the same white man that the uh, old man was choking out and shit. Like. And the thing is, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing about all this. The security guard was still, after he getting hit, he was still trying to compose himself. Mm-hmm. He didn't get right to action. It wasn't even, until, even right here. He didn't even really swing back. He just trying to push him back. Yeah, like he like literally in this. Man, t- so let me say this. I'd like to see the wife on the handcuff, though. Her ass. She got beat up so bad. I tell him, she, we did drop her charge. <laughs> she didn't let her go. <laughs> and, she, and she learned her lesson, okay? That motherfucker got her ass beat. You know, you know, I was, I was really asking myself, I was like, elders, where, who would you be in this moment? Like, what would happen? Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> turns out that 65-year-old man could really f***ing throw him. <laughs> that old man. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit, bro. 
Oh man, even if he wasn't in the fight and was trying to be funny, somebody beat him up like that. That ain't no makeup. Yeah, yeah. That's real. He's not that good. Oh my God. But yeah, you were saying in that fight you wonder who you would have been. Yeah. I'd have been a nigga recording. Because I don't I, I don't I only probably would have hopped in if I was close. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I feel like if I was on the boat, then yeah, I probably would have I probably would have got off the boat and ran up with the other brothers. Let me, let me brothers t- skipping. I'd been right behind them brothers if I was on the boat. With let me let me tell you. The or first, I might have been first, the first brother. The first brother. Yeah, I might have been the first brother. Like if I would have been on the land and I would have, I wouldn't have yeah. let that. I wouldn't have let that go down. That's what I said. I would definitely been the first brother too. Like if I'm on the land and I see all that going down, because the first brother wasn't even trying to jump in and fight. He was just like pushing them off. Yeah. Let me and, protect the brother. And I would. And I'm persuasive enough. I would have brought three, four more with me. Now that's that's a straight. That's that's a you see black people running situation. Like I ain't got no time to talk. That's a. I'm gonna look at you. You look at me. Be out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm like, bro, let go. <laughs> Just that real quick. <laughs> that real quick. Let go, bro. Um. So, let me tell you why I love this. Oh, it's in the air. <laughs> yeah, it's in the air. It's in the air. <laughs> it's in the water. <laughs> <laughs> but keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> We need to stop this fight. No, I I like her. Get your hands Hey man. They you know they, look, they ain't their grand, but they ain't not their ancestors. What do young people say? Notice, you know, but they are. Uh just this that's, just, what, that's what this month is about. Yeah. That's what this, this whole this month is about. Full circle. Literally. This ain't February Black History. <laughs> this August Black History is <laughs> a difference. Um, man, you know. And I was surprised anybody had no guns out there. Remember I told you that? Yeah. I said I was surprised. No, I said. There no guns Everybody out was out there to have a good time. <laughs> they didn't even plan for that shit to go down like that because yeah. there were no guns on the premises. So, you know, I see everybody talking about it. I see uh, a lot of people sharing, talking about the white chair and all of that. <clears throat> That's great. But there's room. There's room and there's opportunity um, to really learn from this. You got another clip? Yeah. Right. <clears throat> there's there's room and opportunity for another clip because, um, I mean, for us to come together and really like reflect on what the lessons learned in this. Like one, was that you? Who no, that was Troy. I was talking to Troy. That nigga Troy said, I need this is my team. Troy said, I need a nigga that's gonna swim. I need a nigga that's gonna run first. A nigga that's gonna swim and a woman that's gonna narrate it. <laughs> I'm gonna add to that team and a nigga that's gonna gouge your eyes out. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna add to that. Uh-oh. But nah, man, I feel like the energy uh, of us coming together is, we're not going to talk about this right now because I got to do more research, but we're getting attacked right now with the fearless fund, right? 
with affirmative action and we're going to go into a deeper conversation about that. So I don't want to let y'all know we see it, but somebody was telling me about it. And I was like, I hate to say this, but whenever we get attacked in a very audacious way, it forces us to come together even more. Like these people. <laughs> this is the clip Troy talking about. That's the awkward boy right there. Uh oh. Mm. Oh, you were wrestling, bro. Oh my goodness. That shit was funny. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> This is what you talking about? <laughs> Barnacle boy. Oh my God. Hey. I love niggas down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> This nigga here bro I love that nigga <laughs> Yeah where he been Oh my god They want behind 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 They want I love this shit. Cows in that nigga. Oh my god, not unk. They squabbling. <laughs> not unk. I'm out of here. Oh. Look. I'm out of here. Bruh. I'm out of here. That's what I'm saying, bruh. There's oh so many god. angles, bruh. Oh my god. Hey, man. This is all I got to say. I love that energy. You know, when you see our people struggling, man, you got you got to be willing to run down there and fight. Oh, we got to take this. You got to take this moment, this event in history, um, and really begin to live by the principles of it. Right? When you see somebody down, you got to be willing to run down first. Um, when you see somebody struggling, you got to be willing to go above and beyond, do something that might stretch you, like jump in the water. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <clears throat> And when they retreat, shit, press forward. You know what I'm saying? Like we gotta, we gotta stay true. Uh, to, and this, this applies in everything. When it comes to our businesses, this applies to all of that. Because, like I said before, it takes an audacious attack for us to really come together. Because we do naturally, we are naturally peaceful people. 
don't just because you're a warrior don't mean you a bitch. Like just because you peaceful don't mean you're not a warrior. You know what I'm saying? And they and we talk about when you think about black belts in the real sensei, they say true fighters don't have to fight because they know they can. You know what I'm saying? Like that's us as a people. We ain't out here just picking no fight with nobody. Never. <clears throat> so literally they had to make this audacious attack for this to happen. And black people, it's okay to defend yourself. That shit is okay. And it's that, been... that, that was self-defense all day. And you have to neutralize the threat. And Period. they did it. They did it. And I what I want what I want us to realize is, man, this that's the energy we gotta be on in everything. Like And I and I want to uh shout out like what it looks like when you have black policing too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah, yeah. I, I definitely know if it was a gang of white police, that, shit that would, would, that that shit would look different. different. So, different. All right, so we do got to do that. Shout out to the black police officers. Yeah. We yeah. do want to shout out. And look, we only seen one arrest, but we know Unk was a little. <laughs> look, Unk, we caught you hitting a white lady with the chair hey, now. Look, God damn. Look, look, you know, Unk had that Khalid Muhammad in it. You know what I'm saying? If the white woman ain't the devil, she'll do until he get here. You know what I'm saying? I think he, fu- I think he was good until he turned around and hit that lady on the ground. But because see, the sister walked by, the sister was like, they were fucking her up and they let it go. So he turned around and, uh, and then, nah, he donkey home hit her too. Like he did, he had that donkey home. Like that motherfucking shoulder went up like oh this. Oh my God. So, I, I, I wish I would have had that so, view from so, uh, inside the boat. So we got nigga who recorded exactly. inside the boat. Oh my God. So we got one arrest that we seen and, uh, come on now. You know, you know. <laughs> I don't, I ain't fucking with the bitch either, but you know what I'm saying? Jesus. You know, you know why, you know why I ain't like, it, it ain't even necessarily for her. Again, this is when I talk about that slamming shit. Man, you kill that woman. Yeah. It's over with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm all for it, whooping that motherfucker ass, but like, the way you were hitting, <laughs> like, 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 bro, somebody died, it's over with. But this this what I want to talk to black people, man. My sermon, <laughs> based off of this, man, we got to pull up our black, we got to pull up our white chair in our finances. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got to pull up our white chairs and educating our kids. We got to pull out our white chairs. And the white chair, what I mean by that is doing the most. <laughs> we got to <laughs> do the most for black business. You know what I'm saying? We got to do the, bo- the most for black children. We got to do the most for black communities. We got to do the most for black policy. We got to do the most for black health. Like we got to begin to get our white chairs and do the most for our community, man. Um, I ain't gonna lie. I just love the commentary. <laughs> this shit, nigga, just so stupid. Nigga, just so stupid. <laughs> nigga, just so stupid, man. Like it's it's dumb. <laughs> they don't have sense. <laughs> They play too much. <laughs> I love that we do that, bro. I love but, that we can be so serious and playful at the same time. At the same time, time bro. Like, we've had to do that. We the only ones, bro. Uh, bro, Amazon spiked the price on folding chairs. White folding chairs. I believe it. The price of the Amazon white chairs just went up. <clears throat> and how many people you think going to be dressed as him as Halloween? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that white oh, chair. Yeah, that white chair. <laughs> uh, nigga be like who are you <laughs> or, or nigga be uh, walking around with a hat and just throwing it in the air <laughs> oh this is the shit you sent me I'm like what's going on here oh yeah see 
yeah, and this you. right here, this, it ain't time for that. Yeah, I got you. It ain't time for that. I don't even want to talk about it. Like we got, we got a show. We got a show. Cause we gotta let these folks know, man. See, I'm okay with us playing. I don't like what they playing. <laughs> yeah, like so. This is them reenacting what happened on the pier with some white folk. And the thing is, what happened on the pier? As much as we laughing about it, it's not a fucking joke. Yeah, because so like, like like let me just be clear, y'all. We're laughing about this shit because we had to because we gotta laugh at our fucking pain. Like we've had four hundred years of fucking pain, so we had to learn how to find some type of joy in bad times. But let's just be very clear: what you watch was citizens save a man life. Mm-hmm. That's what you watch. So you reenacting this shit like it's a game. That ain't fuck all that. That was some real life shit. You just say something like we always talk about, oh, protecting each other and looking out. What would you do with it? Like, it's very clear if you see, oh, you you know how you see them videos of the black man doing something to the cop and then the community pull them off of them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? That we clear that's that's that was a good move and we worked together. But when we just seen six people trying to kill a black man, six white people trying to kill a black man, and the entire community jumped on their ass. We looking like that is a problem, man. Fuck all that, man. What I'm saying to us, this is the energy we got to move on. You know what I'm saying? We got to look out for each other. We got to love each other. Uh, Asada Shakur said it best. Uh, it's our duty to fight. It's our duty to win. We must love and protect. Pre- we must love and protect each other. We have nothing to lose but our chains. That's Asada uh, Shakur, man. And that's what we got to do, man. I'm going to just say this. Um, I'm glad to be back. Shout out to Troy again. Um, he put a battery pack because I called him. I called him and I asked him to build, and the brother built. You know, what I'm saying he does what Troy does best, and I'm excited to be back in the fold with this brother. Um, Troy, we got Keith He's still getting biscuits. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it. Hey, we gotta get this shit in because we got. Hey, I feel a New I'm, York trip I'm, coming. I'm in- <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. I feel a New York trip coming, man. Uh, so, look, we say this every week, man. We love y'all. We need y'all. Most importantly, we can't wait to see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Just Elders Podcast. Again, the business I'm highlighting this week is Tally Twine Watch Company as well as Positivity Water. Every week, we're going to highlight a different black-owned business. We'll see y'all next week. Every day we on the grind Sometimes it's hard to tune out the outside It's just Eldridge, it's just Eldridge Tune in on the podcast Tune in on the podcast, yeah Real things, you know we gon' last, yeah Kick it back, kick it back, kick it back Ready? Born ready.